0: well howdy there internet people it's Beau again so today we are going to talk a little bit more about foreign policy and how the media covers it and how I cover it and Tucker Carlson and the key element you really need to uh, take to heart when it comes to foreign policy. Last night I received a bunch of messages about something three different kinds one upset that I laid out the Russian case as to why they are assuming the posture they're assuming another mad that I seem to be supporting the US case and the US posture and yet another group mad that I didn't say what what I believed that last one's right um, I, I don't try to inject my, uh, my personal feelings into coverage of foreign policy because pretty much every pundit, every commentator out there does that, and they tend to inflame more than inform. And it's also worth noting that my, uh, my opinion on this, on how it should be done, doesn't really matter because it doesn't weigh in what's going to be done. Um, When the media covers it, they tend to cheerlead. They they tend to establish a narrative and say, this is how it should work. And it establishes expectations for the administration and the powers involved as to how they should behave. I, I don't necessarily think that's a good idea. You know, I got a message from somebody last night asking me about something Tucker Carlson said. Because apparently he informed his audience last night that nobody knows why NATO exists. It it was built, you know, to, to counter the Soviets during the Cold War. But not a single person can tell you why it exists today. Which I find hilarious. Um. It's worth noting that the only time Article 5's been invoked with NATO uh, was after the end of the Cold War. It was a day in September in 2001. If Tucker wants an idea of what NATO might be used for, he could go to YouTube and type in his own name and the word China and take a look at all of that fear-mongering. You know, that super-masculine army that's going to come beat us up. Because that ideas put out there, that fear mongering is is out there, it justifies NATO's existence. It justifies permanent military alliances. That's why NATO exists. It's a mutual defense organization. That's that's its purpose. Um so when you're when you're talking about foreign policy and you're listening to pundits, if they're not super clear about when they are inserting their own opinion, they're, they're probably doing you a disservice because they're establishing expectations that, that they want to happen, how they feel it should happen. None of that matters because it doesn't actually, it doesn't carry any weight with what's going to happen. One of the the big issues for people that are trying to understand foreign policy, especially now that we have moved into near-peer contests, is they're looking for good guys and bad guys. I've had people ask, in relation to Ukraine, what's the anti-imperialist stance here? There's not one. There's not one. Russia wants to literally take and hold territory, old-school imperialism the United States would like to see NATO expand and expand and expand through that new form of soft imperialism. We're not taking over your country, but, I mean, we can always invoke Article 5, and you're going to help us out. Same, uh, same end result. Just different strategies. Even the idea that, well, it's right up against their border, yeah, that's an imperialist stance too spheres of influence ukraine is a country by itself so farming out its sovereignty to russia simply because it is geographically close that's that is what it is people are looking for good good guys and bad guys they don't exist Not in this. You know, during the Cold War, there was that window dressing, that framing, that it was democracy versus communism, you know, and that's how it got portrayed. We don't have that framing right now. We don't have that window dressing. The United States is attempting to dress it up as democracy versus authoritarianism. That's the the framing they're trying to get to stick at the moment, but it's not there yet. And the game's already being played. So if you want to know if it's really window dressing or really what it's about, it's already started before the window dressing was applied. It's not about that. Foreign policy is a giant international poker game where everybody's cheating. It's not about good guys and bad guys. It's not about morality. It's not about right and wrong. It's about power. Most times, ideology doesn't even come into it. It's about power, nothing else. And understanding that is critical to being able to understand what's happening. The ideological arguments, they they don't matter because it's not about ideology. It's not about morality. It's about power, and that's it. Now that I've said all this, you know, I feel like I, I, I feel like this should be known for people who've watched the channel a while. I, I'm pretty consistent in this. I'm already against the war. Which one? All of them? The next one too, the one after Ukraine. My default is to be against war. Um, you have to convince me that it is absolutely necessary. Absolutely necessary for what? Power? Ideology? No. Preservation of civilian life. That's how I measure it. Um, You know, if I lived in Ukraine, I might have a very different opinion of that. You know, it's, it's easy to be way over here and be against, you know, using whatever means is available. But at the end of the day, because of the power structures involved, Ukraine doesn't even get to make the decision. Russia does. Russia gets to decide whether or not there's a war. Understand, the United States, NATO, is not threatening to invade. That's Russia. Is that? Does that somehow make NATO the good guy? Not really. Not really because it's still just about power, it's not about right and wrong. Um, when it comes to foreign policy, when we're talking about foreign policy issues, I, I really don't try to insert my uh, my views until the cost starts weighing on civilians. That's, that's when you hear me start to talk about it, or when I know that that's what's going to happen. Um, so when you're consuming media remember that all of the framing that's being put out there it's just that it's framing it's window dressing it's about power and anything that anything that distracts from that is the actual motive it's just extra stuff that doesn't need to be there We're in that unique spot where the struggle has already started. The the contest has already begun, but the framing, well, that hasn't been established yet. Another 10 years, yeah, it will probably be framed as democracy versus authoritarianism, assuming the United States is still a democracy. If you want to support the troops, whichever side of whichever conflict, You have to support the truth first. Anyway, it's just a thought. Y'all have a good day.